Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Game On Sports Podcasting brings you a not-so-professional analysis of the wrestling world, bringing to you live with the Gleis Dog, Big D. Ah, gotcha. It's not Don, it's Dave. And rock on, Tony B. What's up, everybody? Hey, we're going we're gonna to bring you some uh, just a whole probably hour uh, full of uh, jam-packed analysis of the past week of professional wrestling. This show is going to be a slobber knocker. <laughs> uh, we'll see. There's a lot of news to cover, a lot of show breakdowns. We're apologizing. We're a little bit late this week with, uh, with our release, but here we are bringing it to the people. It is amazing. Um, it is amazing. Just, it's an amazing day to be alive in the in this era of professional wrestling. Honestly, mm-hmm. just looking at just the past week of just events that have transpired, and um, it, it's so easy to get in over an hour of just you know our our take on just what has happened this week. Uh, which I just think is so cool. I mean, you could just sit there and just watch wrestling every single night of the week now, where you know, even three years ago, you, you really couldn't do that. So, right, there's some good stuff. Here. There is, man. There's even good documentaries out there now. Good documentaries, man. That uh, we were just talking about it, the ruthless aggression. Oh, you got to say it like ruthless, ruthless. aggression, <laughs> aggression. <laughs> yeah. Tony's having dreams about it. <laughs> I fell asleep with that on, and it was just repeating over and over. So I was having dreams of like John Cena slapping me in the face, just screaming, ruthless aggression. I mean, you're having dreams about John Cena. I might have to have a separate conversation with you outside this podcast, but it's okay. <laughs> no, we kid, we kid. Oh, yeah. Well, it was involuntarily. You know, it, was, it was beat into my head. John Cena by proxy. <laughs> that's right man okay so um we'll touch over smackdown valentine's day it, it, it was a it was a good episode and um i mean you know, we'll go over it quickly because last night we had another episode of smackdown as well mm-hmm. so if we you know we, we just run over this here i mean bailey retains the smackdown championship and attacks mella yeah, I I, I kind of saw it coming. I mean, I don't really think Mello was going to get the belt right offhand, but like we covered last week, or yeah, last week at this point still, um, Naomi made a comeback. I think they're pushing her to the top. That's why she kind of came out and broke up everything, especially with Bailey attacking her like she always does. Yeah. So, but it set up part of what happened last night and we'll get to that a little bit later but um yeah yeah <laughs> you know and honestly i think it just seems like it's about bailey's time to get rid of that uh get rid of that title so yeah i mean i see naomi naomi taking that and uh i i think it's naomi's time you know to get that championship for the third time so mm-hmm I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward, you know, it's kind of getting a little stale over there as far as, uh, you know, SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, Yeah, because truthfully, how many bad guys can you have, or bad girls, excuse me, can you have? It seems like everybody's turning heel. Yep. Yeah. 
And, uh, I mean, honestly, if you look at the Raw Women's Championship, you got Becky over there with uh, Shayna Baszler, uh, you know, NXT Championship. Um, Rhea Ripley is just killing it. Yep. And uh, SmackDown, it just seems like that's kind of the, the, the one that's kind of getting a little stale right now. So I'd like to see a little shakeup, like to see um, what that can be here the next couple weeks there's still a wild card option with charlotte too i mean you never know yeah. what she's going to do after wrestlemania she could go either way yep there's the three-pronged fork in the road she's choosing nxt right now but that path might lead back to smackdown uh, that's and that's possible and well you know and, and, and same thing again you know we, we touched on it last week mm-hmm. uh with rhea ripley yeah either either way man maybe she moves up to smackdown I agree. Or who knows? Maybe at WrestleMania, Ronda comes back. I don't think so. Yeah, but there's always a chance. Anything can happen. Is that right? That's our new catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. And then that uh, that Bray Wyatt bit with uh, Hulk Hogan. That was uh, you know Hulk Hogan was you know kind of warning Bray Wyatt with uh, you know be careful. This is you know just just kind of you know building up Goldberg there and. Uh, you're creeping me out, brother. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, and honestly, I think I was more creeped out by Hulk Hogan, to be honest, just kind of looking at that, you know. Yeah. He's, uh, man, he's, he's, he's getting old. He's getting old. And he still looks like a fine piece of burnt leather, though. It's still, yeah. <laughs> it's been that way for about 30 years now. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, who knows, you know, it, it, it seemed like Bray Wyatt was kind of hinting at, you know, you know, challenging Hulk Hogan. Um, Possible WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Because doesn't he live in Florida? Oh, my Hogan? goodness. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He used to, he used to live in Miami, I believe. Okay. And uh, Tampa's not that far. No. Maybe. Foreshadowing. Yeah. It could be. Because I did read that there's going to be a lot of big-name players not participating in WrestleMania this year. Maybe they're doing a little bit of possibly a Legends match. Go back to later episodes. You'll hear us talk about that. Legends match. I like it. Yep. I think I like it. I don't know. I didn't think it would be the Hulk or the Hulkster versus the Fiend, but <laughs> that, that's a very one-sided matchup in my head. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyways. I miss Kevin Nash. That's all. Hey, he'll be there for the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah, he will. With his new knees and everything. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he'll make a comeback. Man. I don't think Scott Hall will. Nah, I think he's, yeah. I think he's, uh, uh, 2002, he he didn't look good. So (laughs) that was was 18 years ago. Right. Oh, my goodness. Holy cow, where's time going? Right. Uh, Roman Reigns chooses Daniel Bryan after being called out on social media by The Miz and Morrison. That was a strange move to me. That one, I've never really seen Roman with Daniel Bryan as a team before, and it just, I get it. He's trying to pick somebody that's hot that's not the Usos or whatever. Just Maybe he's trying to change things single-handedly. I doubt it, but. Man, you know, I always get so pumped about uh, 
you know, these like mystery partners and everything. And I always kind of overshoot it and think, oh man, some dude's going to like make his debut. And Mm -hmm. it ends up being, you know, okay, Daniel Bryan. Okay. Uh, Okay. That makes sense, I guess. Right. Well, you got to admit the the Miz and Daniel's Bryan, Daniel Bryan's, man, I can't talk today. I know. Leave it to Saturday, the day we actually (laughs) don't have to work. It's the weekend. (laughs) Right. But. The Miz and Daniel Bryan always had that feud going back to even NXT. Yeah. And I get where they're going with that, but I think it's time to move on from that too. I think you have to actually have to separate those two for a while. I mean, when Miz was on Raw and Daniel was on SmackDown, yeah, that was a better kind of aspect for me because you didn't get the same – I was your mentor in NXT and blah, blah, blah. And you got fired and then rehired and then you're the general manager and my boss. I'm like, enough with it. Yeah. Take it too far. Yeah. I'd like to see some of these tag teams also kind of get broken up a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I miss the Miz and singles action. Yes. And I'd like to see Morrison kind of bloom as a singles competitor as well. Um, you know, seeing him on impact, um, and I know I've kind of mentioned this in just about every episode. I I kind of thought that he was going to be more of an upper singles mid-carder. But, um, yeah, I'd I, I just like to see him in singles action more. I think they need to start uh, – here we go again. They need to start farming more people, like actual tag teams, not just put two really good single competitors with each other like you were saying. They yeah. need to go deeper into, like – wherever you can get like i don't know if ohio valley's still around or florida championship wrestling or anything like that but let's go a little bit into the farm leagues to use a baseball terminology well and man i know i I was hearing some interview uh some of the women superstars but uh there there was one I can't remember who it was, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But they just said that, you know, no, no offense to, you know, the Women's Tag Team Championship, uh, but, you know, she wants to be a singles competitor, whoever this was. Mm-hmm. And, um, you, you know, but those, but there are, you know, tag team, there are tag teams that are just, you know, made to be tag teams and tag team champions. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I mean, it, it's... I don't know what's up with all these, te- you know, eight-man tag team matches and six-man tag team matches and four-way tag team matches. It seems like it's every week now, and it's like we kept harping on last week. Just keep recycling the same old crap there, Vince, and hope to God it comes out as a different result. I mean, what's the definition of insanity? Yeah, exactly. It, come on. Yep. But. <sighs> but, you know, it, I don't know. It's, you know, I, I look forward to, uh, I don't even know. What, what, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe it's just because it's Saturday morning, but what, what's the, uh, what's the faction even called with the, you know, with Seth Rollins and AOP and I mean, they don't even have a name, do they? Rather than the Messiah and his disciples. That's it. Yeah. Okay. But I don't see that going further. Or far enough to get an actual name. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing was I was watching Raw, 
and and just hearing the uh it, it just seemed very kind of dead i mean there were some boos you know mm-hmm. waves of it but just you know seth rollins entering uh, it just wasn't getting that reaction, and I know Vince is big on you know, whether they love you or hate you. As long as they are, you know, reacting to you, um, means they, you know, they really care. Uh, the, the WWE universe really still cares, whether it's you know good or bad, as long as it's something. We know what it's lacking: ruthless aggression. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Serious lack of it. Yeah, that, that's tough. And, you know, it, even, you know, I know I'm kind of jumping here in the notes, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just seeing that whole segment with Rollins giving the sermon. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it just feels kind of tasteless. And um, I don't know. There's just, there's just no substance to it at mm-hmm. all. And, yeah, just, just, just a little pointless. There's no reason, you know. He he had to come out there and say anything. To be honest, I mean it's True. Just really. I I just think about you know Raw would be the same episode that it was if Seth Rollins hadn't come out there and did his thing. Well, I feel like they're trying to play on a tired persona that he did before he got into the WWE with the whole wrestling Jesus thing. It's all because of his image. I mean, the long hair, the beard, the small build. Yeah, he. Played on that for maybe a couple of years down in the in the minors, but I don't know why they dug it up, why they chose to do it now. I mean, you went heel turn and then all of a sudden became a messiah. Yeah, it makes no sense to me at all. It's I don't know. It's just it's bad. Yeah, I agree. I mean, honestly, you could. You could put any tag team, any faction into what he's doing. He, he does it, it. What they are doing doesn't really separate themselves from anybody else, honestly. And, no. and I mean, it, it, I think it's really look back on this five years from now. And mm-hmm. I think everybody would think this is, yeah, it wasn't really the best idea. Um, I just don't see it getting bigger. I don't see. Uh, I hope it doesn't. No. Yeah. I hope it goes the way of the dodo. But on to a more heartbreaking subject. Oh, no. Poor Otis. Oh, my heart broke. Oh, just the look on his face and the fact that it was actually Dolph Ziggler. It's it's always Dolph Ziggler. It, it seems like he's the turd <laughs> in the punch bowl. I mean, you can't get rid of him even though he wants to go and we all want him to. Yeah. Um. They touched on it last night as well. I mean, it seems like there's a little bit more to the story there, too. I kind of heard some, like, underlying things said by other people as far as, like, how that got set up. And I can see where they're going with it. I hope it doesn't turn into another Lana and Bobby Lashley episode. But I hope to see, you know, thinking about it, I was like, oh, man, Mm -hmm. you know, it grabbed my heart a little bit, so I'm like, you know, now I'm like, I'm watching to see what happens next. But this is good. Mm-hmm. This is all good because, um, you know, Otis is going to branch off as a singles competitor. Tucker, I think he's just going to kind of, he's just kind of going to fade out. Yep. You know, he's he's getting buried, I think. and uh, Which is sad because he's so good. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and they're they're a great tag team. But also, I think man, Otis Otis stands out, and uh, it's obvious. And mm-hmm. I see. I see Otis and uh, Dolph Ziggler. You know, maybe maybe that's a WrestleMania match. I don't know. Maybe it's Ziggler and Rude versus Heavy Machinery. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. I know that they don't have a title shot as of right now, but who knows what's going to happen in Elimination Chamber after Super Showdown. But maybe they're next in line to go against whoever takes the belt this Thursday. Put the championship on Rude and Ziggler. Yeah. And then yeah. at WrestleMania, you have Heavy Machinery take it. Yeah. Because I heard that mm-hmm. they're one of the top six teams is going to get a push this year. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that, that romance between Ziggler and uh, Mandy Rose is going to kind of develop. And then it's going to kind of go on the rocks. And yep. I think Otis is going to kind of swoop in. And mm-hmm. it, it'll, you know. I think it'll resolve to a happy ending. I hope so, too, for Otis. Yes. Love the man. I know. Man. Steaks and weights, baby. Steaks, steaks and weights, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I guess, it, man, we could almost knock out, you know, SmackDown last week and this week. and Yeah, let's do it. And So, I mean, okay, so, you know, after, after last week's heartbreak, Tucker confronts Mandy and Sonya. It sounds like Sonya may have been setting it up. With Dolph Ziggler. I kind of caught that drift, and I've been thinking that way since our first episode. I think she's the kingpin in this whole thing, like trying to break apart from Mandy, maybe because she wants to just yeah. go solo, which I think she would flourish. But the way that she made it sound like she's the one who sent the text message saying that Tucker was going to be late, she didn't come out right and say it, but mm-hmm. it was implied. Yeah. But hmm. who knows what's going to happen next week? Yeah. As the world turns, as <laughs> anything can happen. So I remember my grandma, you know, making fun of me while I was watching wrestling as you know a ten year old kid. She goes, "This is soap operas." I was like, "What do you watch every day, Grandma?" Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, yep, that's where we're at. Yeah. Um, uh, Lacey Evans sets her sights on the Elimination Chamber, becoming the number one contender. I really hope they push her better. I like that she's a face now, though. I do, too. Um, man, I don't know. I, I, she's, she's athletic, and she is... Um, she's... She's gifted for sure, and she's come a long way, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in her story. I mean, it's really cool. Yeah, uh, I can't help but think like I think she's still kind of sloppy in matches. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I think it. No offense to them. I think it's due to the fact that they don't get as much attention. So I don't know what they do at the performance center with most of the women. I think it's still kind of fresh in in the whole evolution eyes. Thing, aspect you know sure yeah because that pay-per-view was two years ago yeah um i thought it was a good idea but at the same time they still need to train them the same way give them the proper tools to do the job and make it actually enjoyable absolutely yeah and I, yeah i don't know i, I still man as, as far as Lacey evans evans goes on the mic and her character like she's got the charisma mm-hmm. it's uh 
you can't help but you know now she's a face you can't help but like root for her but even even when she was a heel i mean you you couldn't help but you know boo her <laughs> so, oh i still rooted for her yeah really i've always liked her character yeah. even in nxt yeah like they kind of really dropped the ball with her i think like giving her the title for way too short of a run yeah and then bringing her up into the big show but i don't know i think it's the southern bell thing i just kind of like it yeah, mm-hmm. the Southern Bell thing. You've got a thing for the Southern Bell. Maybe. <laughs> Easy, you nasty. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think as far as her technical ability, you know, she's uh, – you can tell she's got – it just has to all come together, really. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to take a little bit of time. But mm-hmm. I think she's getting there, and I think I think her best days are still yet to come. Yeah. Honestly. Um I just hope they find somebody else to put her with because the whole Bailey Sasha thing is getting a little tired. Um, yeah, I can kind of see her going with Charlotte or Becky, but they'd have to move brands. But maybe when the time comes, if Rhea does come up, throw those two together. See how it meshes. Yeah, you have the the heavy metal queen versus the Southern Belle. You talk about worlds collide. Yeah. Man, that would be cool. I um, I feel like they need to do another evolution pay per view. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like I I don't know the the women's competitors now are just you know better than it's ever been, and I'm not sure it, that's not a yearly thing. It's Maybe every other year. Every other year, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Because there's so much unused talent on that roster, women's wise, yeah. women wise, that I think, it, like, I feel sorry for Dana Brooke, and I know she's hurt, but Ember Moon and yeah. uh, Ru- like Ruby Riot, and I can go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, you know, I've been I've been looking on Instagram, uh, following Ruby Riot, and I noticed she posted something that says like said like you think you know what's going to happen next but you have no idea or something like that i kind of like that i was like is she the new cm punk i don't know let's hope so i want him back in the ring but the man can hope (laughs) yeah yeah um has he been on backstage lately i felt like maybe a couple weeks ago two weeks ago he was i haven't watched it this week um he's usually on for one segment or two but i like that he's just outright honest about everything and he's not actually a wwe employee he works for fox and yeah his opinion just flies yeah it's like a pipe bomb every week oh yeah (laughs) i love it well cm punk man oh hi colt cabana uh let's see here symphony of destruction match we had a mega death match last night. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> that was cool, man. It was. And the fact that Strowman comes out with that bass over his shoulder. And I'm not talking electric bass. I'm talking like full on five and a half foot tall yep. s- symphony bass. That was nuts. Yep. The uh the, the piano. Mm-hmm. I I can't I can't imagine how bad that hurt. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know if Shinsuke hit his head really hard on that or what. But yeah, the EMTs were out there pretty quick. Yeah, but well, that that was really that was really creative. That was uh, mm-hmm. 
man, I I was really entertained by it. Honestly, there yeah. was a little bit of blood. Yeah, on both Elias and Strowman. Yep. It looks like they got clawed up by a cat, but <laughs> the funniest part of me was when Sami Zayn took that little tiny ukulele and <laughs> hit Strowman in the back and didn't even break. Oh. <laughs> yep. I'm like, that's the moment you know when you fucked up. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it, I remember... Strowman had that feud with uh, Elias. Mm-hmm. He was up there with the, I don't know, I don't know if it was a big cello or whatever. It was a bass, <laughs> was it? Yeah, yeah, it was a throwback to that match. Uh, that was that was one of the funniest segments because you know mm-hmm. all you knew at that time with Strowman was he's just this big monster. And then, yep, you know, he's up there strumming it like a guitar, and then all of a sudden he breaks it over <laughs> Elias's back. I mean. That's never been done before, and right. then two years later, or was it? Yeah, about two years later, yeah. they do it again. Yep. Except this time, Strowman goes through the base. Yep. Which, Man. pretty sure that's what cut him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That, that didn't look, uh, yeah, it didn't look safe. I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know what Sammy was trying to do to it beforehand. He's kicking it, and I think he's trying to kick the bridge off of it or something, but. Sure. He failed. Yep. Of course. Again, yep. that's two for Sammy. <laughs> Jeez, Failure. Uh, Bella Twins are going to the Hall of Fame. That one took me by surprise. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen this year. I knew it was going to happen soon, but I think the fact that they're done in-ring permanently now, that both of them are pregnant, yeah, and their show is taking off on E!, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And shout out to our friend Susan who brought it to my attention that that show's still on the air and now they have their own podcast. I was going to say, I don't think I've watched an episode of that, unfortunately. I don't have cable. <laughs> okay, that's that's a good excuse. I have no excuse. I do have cable and I have not watched it. Fair enough. And plus it's on E! I mean, I didn't even know the channel was still around. Yep, I only watched E! when uh, Howard Stern was on there. Oh, yeah. You know, it was a 12-year-old boy watching, you know, chicks on the Howard Stern show. You were just hoping to see some blurry boobies. Yep. <laughs> you know, 2 o'clock in the morning. Anyways, well, yep. on to other things. Right. <laughs> Speaking of the Women's Championship. Yep. We mentioned earlier, uh, no, Naomi took out Mella this week. Now the number one contender and the second women's match at Super Showdown which I'm interested to see how that's going to go because Naomi's costume is going to take a hit. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Cause it, I'm curious. That, that, yeah, how, how they're going to do that. Yeah, I mean, I get it that they're going to have to be covered from shoulder to feet. Mm-hmm. They don't have to wear a hijab or anything like that. But um, most of her costumes are pretty form-fitting and revealing, so I'm wondering how that's going to look on her. Yeah. I mean, I know last year with Lacey and uh, Natalia, all they did was put a cat suit on them and throw a T-shirt over it, and that worked. Yeah. And I know they got a little backlash from the Saudi people, but, hey, you want to see them, let them wrestle. Yeah. I just wonder how, you know, you're talking in that culture, how 
far they're going to push that line, mm-hmm. you know, um, WWE is with, with them and what that could turn out to be, you know, mm-hmm. what, what the consequences could turn out to be in, in a situation like that. I don't know, but, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, before we get too far away from it, consequences wise, I'm interested to see how everybody's going to get back to SmackDown on Friday. You remember what happened last year? Half of them yeah. getting stuck in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. What happened? I I'm trying to remember. It was like Vince wasn't getting paid or something, or what? I think it was the fact that either Vince wasn't getting paid or the Saudi prince wasn't getting paid from Vince because of this. So he held the flight up, and oh. there's back and forth stories on this one. We haven't had a whole 100 percent true truth come out. I think. Yeah. A lot of the wrestlers were told, like, oh, we had engine problems and we couldn't take off. and Sure. And that's kind of where the whole – that was when the NXT takeover started. Yeah. That was right before Survivor Series. So that was a brilliant move on their part to put that in play right then and there. But what's your excuse this time? Yeah. What if they get held up and, let's say – you have to put somebody else in the elimination chamber, I guess. That just seems like such a hostile relationship, you know, Saudi Arabia has with Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Has with, with WWE and man, you know, uh, I'm not I'm not a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. I I know uh maybe one of the first ones that they did over there, just seeing the um Hey, the Saudi Arabian princes or what, whoever, yeah, the royalty family, just sitting there up front, just kind of, they really didn't look too entertained. And no, they looked like they were just kind of doing their own thing. It's okay. not a typical WWE crowd. Yeah. Well, I'll go off that. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. The second one, not the greatest Royal Rumble, but the Super Showdown they did. They actually had real fans up front. They still had some of the princes or whatever around there. Sure. Those are the guys you see sitting on the leather couches. Yeah. Um, Could I get one of those? uh, (laughs) It'd be more comfortable down here. (laughs) Hey, Don, if you're listening, get us a couch. Um, um, But, yeah, they actually had real fans with signs and everything. It looked more like a WWE show as opposed to, like, oh, yeah, we're here in the Middle East and – we're not impressed. Mm-hmm. But. And I, I'm curious on what, you know, the agenda is. It, and, man, I just wish I could just step backstage or, you know, in, in a meeting with, you know, the the executives and the officials of WWE mm-hmm. and just know what the end goal is for right. some of the things that they do, including this. I mean, yeah. you know, and I think Brock Lesnar as well. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to understand why you know why wwe is doing some of the things they're doing mm-hmm. you know i i always i've always been kind of a person that i can get behind something if i know what the end goal is yeah but if i don't man and i'm sitting here going like mm-hmm. what the hell is going on exactly <laughs> and if you think about it too when it comes to this show mm-hmm. the storylines change 100 percent for this show only yeah and then they come right back to it yeah you see guys winning you know made up championships and and meaning nothing (laughs) two weeks later 
I mean, how many best in the worlds do we need? Right. And now we got another one coming. Yeah. And like we said last week, it's a trophy we can't even pronounce. Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to go to AJ Styles. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it does sound like Which that. is going to be annoying as hell because they're going to have the best tag team in the world and the Tawik, Tawak, Tawak, whatever champion, Mountain Man champion. No. Wait, is Strowman in that match? That's a good question. I don't think he is. If he is, I think that might be a little bit foreshadowing. Let's call it the Mountain Trophy. Because the fans love him over there, don't get me wrong. That's why I think he won the greatest Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. And truth be told, they just love seeing big men. That's why they want Roman Reigns. That's why they want The Undertaker. Unfortunately, they want Goldberg back again. They can keep Goldberg. (laughs) They can keep him over there. Delay his flight forever. There's not uh, (laughs) not enough dodges over there for Goldberg. Yeah, uh, Eric Rowan's in it. Oh, yeah, that's and, right. And uh, Rusev and R-Truth and Andrade and Lashley and so AJ a, Styles. Minus AJ Styles. It's kind of a, a big man card. Yeah. You know, Andrade. Andrade. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of in between. He, yeah, he kind of is. Um, if he's not still injured. Injured. Yeah. yeah, he's been suspended due to injury. Yeah, I think we hit on that last week for a minute, but um, I don't want to see them just throw Angel Garza in there just to fill that match, but that's what they've been doing with him. Yeah, which, man, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to have Andrade <clears throat> back. Yep, I miss him. But I will say this: I think we should just. Since we're on the topic, just go ahead and cover this pay-per-view coming up. Um, yeah. I think a really interesting match that's going to happen and there's possible title change is going to be the Raw Tag Team Champion. It's Seth Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Profits. Yeah. That would be... Street Profits are, you know, the fans love them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've been on Raw for almost a year now. Getting close. Yeah. Yep. And... I mean, they, yeah, they they just need they're they're in that spot where it's like okay, they're overdue for a good push, sure, you know, and and uh, I think they deserve those tag titles. They're entertaining in the ring. They're entertaining outside mm-hmm. of the ring. Uh, I want the smoke. We want the smoke. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Yep, I've been I. I was entertained by them when they were in NXT. I'm surprised it took them this long to get up there. Yeah. They're kind of like a more, I wouldn't say higher, well, yeah, higher impact New Day almost. Yes, I think so. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really entertained by them, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I love, uh, you know, they're, they're – uh, their entrance through the crowd or whatever, you know, when they're when they're doing that, oh, yeah. and uh, you know, the crowd just loves them, and it's a street party every day. And they, you know, they push the envelope a little bit with their, you know, uh, some of the stuff that they're talking about on there, and, and mm-hmm. uh, but I think I think the people love that, and they can't wait to see, you know, what they're gonna say next, what they're gonna do next. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, Super Showdown. I'm just looking at the uh, the card here, and there's. I think there's going to be a couple squash matches in there, like Strowman versus Nakamura. Yeah. Unfortunately for the people of Saudi Arabia, again, I think they're not going to see their big big man wrestle too long. I think the main focus is going to be Bray Wyatt and Goldberg mm-hmm. and Lesnar versus Ricochet. I mean, I get it. They're both the title matches. I think Lesnar and Ricochet is going to be a squash match. Squash, Matt. <laughs> we're in the struggle bus know, today, we aren't we? Kind of are. But um, I agree. Um, I hope it isn't. I mean, I hope it's more like the Lesnar versus Finn Balor at SummerSlam, where Balor took him to the to the limit. But yeah, who knows? Who knows? And I don't know what that means for Ricochet, you know, uh, at WrestleMania. I, I think they, you know, they should have some big plans for him. Uh, I agree. I hope it's not the Andre the Giant Championship, but. Yeah, me too. Um, I'd like to see him as the U.S. champion again. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Ricochet and Andrade would be a nice, be a nice matchup. Ooh, I just had a thought. Triple threat. Yeah. Andrade, Ricochet, and Aleister Black. Oh, man. Can you imagine the booking for that and how over the top? That might be a five-star match. Oh, that would. Oh, yeah. Um, That match uh, Aleister Black had with uh, Eric Rowan, man. Oh. Kicked his ass. That was... I was interested, very interested when I heard that happen or was going to happen. And the fact that he took out a big man so well, yeah. handled his own, and well, it took him two black masses. But yeah. I really want to know what's under in the cage. I do too. And, and you know, it's so weird that, you know, that, that building both those superstars up, kind mm-hmm. of facing, you know, just kind of. Yeah little guys nobody's you know uh nobody would know in wwe and uh then to have them face each other like that that was kind of weird to me i was like it's like one of the writers went i got an idea yeah let's put the two big or not the two big men but the two people we've been going against jobbers every week yeah let's put them together see what happens which I thought was like, oh, man, that's a cool matchup. But I'm like, man, there was like nothing building that up no. at that point. And it was just kind of like, oh, here you go. Maybe but, Alistair just decided to pick a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It could be, man. You know, uh, well, He said he was going to do that. I didn't think it would be with the, one of the biggest guys on the roster. But yeah. maybe he's going prison style. Pick the biggest guy and knock him out. Yep. I, yeah, I was impressed. I'm a, I'm a fan of Alistair. Yes. Uh, man, he's one of those, you know, mixed martial arts dudes who mm-hmm. just – that tra- with him it just translates so well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, seeing him cut his hair one day. Oh. <laughs> I, think, I think he's he's getting thin. Yeah. <laughs> well, what immediately caught my attention with him is they said that he's the next – Undertaker yeah. type aspect. I mean, you can kind of yeah. see it with the dark arts thing and all the tattoos and. Well, come on. What, what about the demon from WCW? Come oh, on. Yeah. 
<laughs> if I wanted to watch Kiss, I'll go to a concert. Oh, man. <laughs> you mean, what was his David name? Torberg, Torberg or something like that. It was Crush. Oh, no, it was, it was Brian Adams at... Yeah. At first. Yeah. And then they, like, the first couple weeks, it was him. Yeah. But then they changed. Okay. They changed the character, and it was this David Torborg guy. He was okay. like a baseball player. And actually, he had, okay, this is some, like, useless knowledge from, like, Light on me. way back, you know, 98, 99. But David Torborg, or Torborg, um, debuted, uh, on television, I remember it might have been a WCW Thunder match or something. Oh my! But he was—he uh, had his face painted, and he was this like baseball character. And I think he might have been called something like MVP or something like that. You know what? Now that you say that, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, the first match I saw, he lost, and then I, I didn't see him for a while. But he came back. You know, Brian Adams did the whole demon bit. Okay. And then... It was Dale Torberg. Dale. Dale. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he was the demon. Wow. Yeah. Semi-professional American baseball trainer and former professional wrestler. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He was in... It looks like he was in TNA for a while, too. Oh, probably. Yeah, he I was... Didn't, I didn't watch TNA back then, but... He was he kind of kept the kiss gimmick going um, on that show for a little while, and I'm sure that just fizzled out. But that's a lot of pressure, man. Be endorsed, you know. You're you're basically endorsed by Kiss. It is. You know, you you debuted at a Kiss concert, you know, or the character itself debuted at a Kiss concert at, right. at WCW. That's a, you know getting way off track here, but it, <laughs> no. You're, I get it. And he was actually called the MVP. That was his baseball character. The MVP. Yeah. Man, I don't know how I remember that. You know, I was <laughs> nine years old. but Yeah, because that was back in, well, he started in 94 with playing in the Mets organization, Yeah, which Big D's going to like to hear that. But yeah. it looks like he made his debut in 1998, and he was out by, well, out of WCW when the takeover happened, but yeah. then he went to TNA for a while. He retired in ninety or two thousand seven, so I mean he was only around for mm -hmm. ten years, twelve years. Yeah. So, man, that's yeah. Blast from the past there. Wow. <laughs> Unexpected blast from the past. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Where were we going with that? Well, I oh yeah, we were talking about Alistair Black. Oh yeah. I don't even know. But we were talking about the uh, Super Showdown 2020. Yes. That's yes. right. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Back to that. Back on the crazy train. To wake trophy gauntlet match. Man, I'm going to say our truth is going to win this. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm, I'm coming out and I'm saying our truth is winning it. <laughs> well, I think little Ricky might get in the way, but if you remember that skit. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know because he, it looks like he's projected to be possibly one of the first people to get into the match. And usually the people that start it, unless you're Kofi Kingston, don't win it. Um, just by the booking that I'm looking at, I don't know yeah. if you're looking at the same one I am, but it looks like Rusev and R-Truth are going to kick that off. So it okay. doesn't look good for either one of those two. Uh, AJ is kind of the middle guy. Bobby Lashley is slated to go last, which I see that. Yeah. No offense to him, but if it goes to him, you better 
divorce Lana first because I don't want to hear her ever again. Yeah, being the advocate for mm-hmm. the the first, yeah, yeah. two-week trophy gauntlet match winner. Yeah, I, I think could... might have found somebody more annoying than, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my name is Paul Heyman. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, that guy has literally ruined a friendship of mine because I have a friend named Brock and I cannot look at him in the face and not say his first name the same way that Paul Heyman does anymore. Yeah, like two syllables. Brock! <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. Just go back to being with uh, Heinrich. Heidenreich? Heidenreich. Yeah. Because yeah. he's retired, goodness. not on TV. Well, hmm. it's another throwback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Bailey versus Naomi. I'm hoping this is going to be a good match, like I was saying. I think Naomi's time is come to fruition, if that's the right word. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, what she wanted last time, thirty WrestleMania thirty four, in Orlando. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been that long ago. Um, I mean, it's going to be controversial, like we said, because it is a women's match in the Middle East, and you know how they don't like equality over there. But um, I think Naomi takes it. Mm. Kind of puts a silence to Bailey and her record-setting SmackDown streak with holding the belt? I'm going to say Bailey keeps it for now. Oh, controversy. Maybe maybe there's a um, maybe there's a rematch at WrestleMania. I just I just don't feel like Naomi's moments should be at Super Showdown. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. Maybe it happens at Elimination Chamber. Because yeah. okay. there is a number one contenders match for that in the in the chamber. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Thinking too far ahead. Yeah, I know. I, I keep jumping to WrestleMania. <laughs> I keep forgetting there's a elimination chamber. It's so. the ugly stepchild, unfortunately. Man. I think they should make that one of the big three. Big four, excuse me. Elimination chamber? Yeah. 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 Um, Survivor Series had its run. It's not the same as what it used to be. No, it definitely isn't. Uh, yeah, Elimination Chamber. That's uh, it's always entertaining. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think uh, every time I've watched an Elimination Chamber match, I've been thoroughly entertained. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I I I could agree with that for sure. And. To kind of tie it into what happened on AEW this week, I think with it being a steel cage match, you need to give it a little bit more of a TV-14 rating or TVMA rating and get a little bit more physical. Yeah, which I want to talk about that steel cage match sometime Mm -hmm. here later on. But uh, speaking of steel cage match, King Corbin versus Roman Reigns, one of them needs to leave in an ambulance. Stop this feud. Yes. 
I already know that Roman Reigns is probably going to be the number one contender for uh, the Universal Championship. That's kind of already been said in the rumor mill for WrestleMania. I think it's probably going to be against The Fiend. Hmm, yeah. I mean, it's been a year. He hasn't been in contention. This rivalry is stale. Yeah, I don't see anything happening. King Corbin winning. What's he going to do? I I, I just... um... I don't think he's going to pour water on anybody in Saudi Arabia because I don't think he wants to go to jail in the Middle East. Yep. Yeah, I I don't see, you know, I don't see anything happening if King Corbin wins. I don't see King Corbin going, you know, going up anywhere from there. I don't see any storylines kind of like uh, blooming from that. No. Uh, Where, you know, I I see so much more with Roman Reigns winning Mm -hmm. and being built up to that, you know, number one contender. Yeah. For the, uh, SmackDown has a universal championship, right? Yeah. 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 The blue belt. now, Now they're all, you know. It was easier when it was Universal on Raw and WWE on SmackDown because it was red and black. Now it's blue and black, and there's no red belt and very confusing. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) It's like, you're not the ultimate warrior. Stop changing the belt strap color. Right, right. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, We're getting historical, people. Hang tight. Yeah, we we sure are. Stay (laughs) tuned. Stay tuned next couple weeks. We'll hear more about... Um, hint, hint, hint. Yes. The, uh, we'll give you some nostalgia trips here in the you know past uh, 30, maybe 40 years of mm-hmm. professional wrestling. Right. Um, but moving on. SmackDown Tag Team Championship, New Day versus John Morrison and The Miz. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to say John Morrison and The Miz have this one. I think you're correct. Yeah. I think it's... I'm just sick of the SmackDown Championship division. I mean, it's so tired. I... Yeah. I know we talk about it. We've talked about it all three episodes so far, but it's time for a change. Yeah. But... And I know we were just talking about, you know... John Morrison and The Miz, mm-hmm. and, and I'd like to see them broken up. You know, yeah. I think they're better as singles competitors. Uh, but you know, with the way WWE is really going with these guys, mm-hmm. um, it, it just makes sense that they would, um, you know, take those tag team titles right now at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll see them as singles competitors. You know, it probably it'd be a good match between them two. Yeah, to be honest. Well, here's my thought too. What if New Day wins the titles, Morrison turns heel on The Miz? Yeah. I don't know if it'll happen this Thursday. It might happen next month at Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. I can see it happening. Or vice versa, Miz turns on Morrison, one of the two. Yeah. Um, that might be the way to get out, to get into your mindset, to get them split up, to bring them back to singles competition. Yeah, that's true. And, man, there's so much time. And I know we said it before. Uh, there's just so much time mm-hmm. uh, on this, like, road to WrestleMania. 
you know, we still got another pay-per-view. There's still so much that can happen after this pay-per-view. You know, we still got to wait mm-hmm. for the results of that. Right. See, you know, what WrestleMania is actually going to really look like. Um, so, right. yeah, I mean, so much could happen. Don't mind me. I'm just looking for some notes for some later topics. But, um, yeah, I mean, thank God that they changed, put the Elimination Chamber in between. Well, I guess Super Showdown now is going to be a more February thing every month, every year now. But yeah. it's not Great Balls of Fire. It's not Fast Lane. It's not Great Balls of Fire is coming back. Did you see that? Oh no! 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 Oh yeah! You just ruined my Saturday. <laughs> when is that going to happen? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Let me see here. I think it was. I want to say. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Let's see here. I mean, this is this is heartbreaking for all wrestling fans of the WWE. Right. Um, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's just a rumor. Yes, it, it could be. I'm, I'm sitting here looking, 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 looking. Uh, yeah, it looks like it was 2017 and done. Or they might they were trying to do one last year. Did they do one last year? I don't think they you're talking about great balls of fire. Yeah. No, Either I, way it was r- ridiculous pay-per-view. It was just voted one of the worst names ever. Yes, there was one last year. Um Was there? Looks like it was Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. And then uh, Roman Reigns versus Strowman in the ambulance match. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so. Wait. I think that was 2017. Was it? It says 2019. Oh, jeez. 2017, for those of you that actually watched it, actually had Neville. Yep. in In that card. And then you had... Like Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss for the women's championship when there wasn't a SmackDown championship yet. Yeah. So, I mean, it's had some strange matches. It's a strange concept for a pay-per-view. I don't think it should come back. Yeah. I mean, it's a horrible name. I'm hoping the rumor you read was just a rumor. (laughs) I... You know what? Now I think so. Yeah, because I'm not seeing it again. Yeah. Man, there is just so you know, there's so many sources out there for wrestling news. Mm-hmm. That it, it, it's so hard to. Um, uh, I mean, you really have to do some digging. Yeah. Uh, so you know, you see something on the surface, you just see a little article. Mm-hmm. I know when I go through like my Instagram suggested stuff, it, it's just you know articles about um, silly rumors. Oh yeah. So, and they're not a sponsor, but I do recommend WrestleFeed for any wrestling news that you might need. That's where I get all of our random news from. Nice. Yeah. Especially the one, and I don't know if you're ready to go into random news or if you had any more about Super Showdown. No, I think I well, uh I mean shoot. You know, we didn't get through that whole card, but I can't I can't even find the card again, but card again. 
Welcome to Cardigan Talk with <laughs> Gleiss and Tony, or Rock on Tony, excuse me. Um, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot left on that card that we didn't cover. I mean, it was pretty much the two tag titles, yep. the two, well, we didn't really cover Goldberg and The Fiend. That was the only one we didn't touch. Yeah, well, and also, man, I think I think Rollins and uh, Murphy are going to keep the titles. I, I just think it's going to happen. I hope not. That's just my opinion. Um, Street Profits, I, I think I think that'll probably be an ongoing. Well, hey, I could see. What happened? Did you want the smoke? I know. Well, it's it's coming. It's coming. Just not yet. Okay. You know, what I want and what I'm given are two completely different things, it seems. <laughs> you know, and... They dangle that carrot and then they just rip it out of your grasp. You know, and that's the thing. Once I, you know, once I, you know, once I want something, man, my heart's set on it. But yeah. I can't get my heart set on it yet because I, I still think they probably have, you know, three matches at their, you know, <laughs> they're probably going to have a few rematches. Maybe it happens at WrestleMania. It could. Maybe it happens at Elimination Chamber. It could. I don't know what's after WrestleMania yet, but. I don't think it's back. Wait, I think backlash is coming back. Oh. I don't know. It's a man. I'm telling you, this is uh, this is our ADD edition of <laughs> Cream of the Crop podcast. Brought to you by Adderall, not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, looks like it's going to be momentary pause here due to slow internet. Um, we're doing this on the fly, just like everybody, everybody who's listening to us, uh, Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania, they have not set a name for May yet, to be determined. Same with June. Huh. Wow. So, maybe Great Balls of Fire, maybe Backlash. Where's Money in the Bank, man? Money in the Bank is not on the list. Come on. They got Survivor Series. They got another War Games coming up in November. They got SummerSlam in August. Take over Boston. Extreme Rules got moved to July. They don't even have TLC on here. Yeah, I'm thinking the you know they're gonna they're gonna. I'd like to see No Mercy come back. I'd like to see Night of Champions come back. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we can't use Bash at the Beach anymore because AEW took it. AEW took it. And I guess there's going to be a second one coming down the pipe here shortly. They haven't announced what it is just yet, but it will be WCW-themed. I'm praying it's Halloween Havoc. Sponsored by Slim Jim. Slim Jim. Ooh, yeah. Not a sponsor. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, anyways. Yep get out of that rabbit hole here yeah it was fun so you yeah you were you were talking about the uh the news yes and if anybody watched raw this past week and it was kind of rough you saw matt hardy get beat up with a neck brace oh man then the very next night he's in front of the tv well not the next night it would be wednesday night watching aew hmm and one of the fans said, bring back the release to the delete. And he's smiling and that deleted smile he has on his face. Yeah. Can we see that character jump to AEW, have the same success that he'd had in TNA? 
Mm. Oh, he's thinking hard. Man. You know, I just don't know, man. I don't know what to think of Matt Hardy. I mean, you know, I, he's got my respect for what he did, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. And, and it's so hard It's so hard to tell until you, you see them fully utilized. I mean, you know, we've seen him in WWE just, uh, you know, become a jobber in the WWE as he's mm-hmm. heading out. But, um, and I don't know, I've also seen AEW just, it, it, it's almost a magical place where you, you just see uh, – almost new life just uh breathe into these uh you know some of these older characters help ddp doing a you know a cross body dive off the top rope onto yeah outside of the ring it's freaking nuts yeah you know you almost well the fact that dustin rhodes is in here doing um destroyers now and yeah moves you haven't ever seen him do before yeah it's like he went back to 1989, and he's now Gold Dust Part Two. Yeah, what I don't know what is in the waters down there in AEW, but I I agree with you. Yeah, I I, I love I love the culture and the atmosphere that they're just they just got over there. I mean, those guys are all just hungry for, uh, you know, competing against oh, yeah. WWE and uh, oh yeah, the entertainment is just up there. Yeah. Um. Maybe he's the exalted one. Matt Hardy? Yeah. Yeah. Or the rumor that I heard, it could be Raven. Raven? Raven. Raven coming back? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, as the exalted one. Holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow. Let's go way on the shelf and dust (laughs) that one off. (laughs) That that's just a rumor I heard the other day. Um I didn't really write it down because I didn't think it would come. To truth, but yeah, it seems more and more plausible. Well, hopefully he's getting back into shape. I think last time I saw him, I was like, well, "That's Raven." Yeah, what? That's a uh, Raisin Brand. That's what it was. <laughs> Perry Saturn's coming back, guys. Wait, no, no, there's no chance of that happening. I, I think he's <laughs> he's still a YouTube star, and I think he's gone off the deep end. Yep, Moppy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, it's pretty hard to top that. Uh, <laughs> as far as going off the deep end, uh, yeah. Um, might as well put him in a tag team with the Boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. But big news for WrestleMania. Yep. Undertaker's getting in shape. Yep. AJ Styles kind of like called him out a little bit on raw this week before ricochet came out and took care of carl anderson but i kind of wonder what does he do when he doesn't get in shape i mean he always looks phenomenal i mean he doesn't look yeah. like he's tore up in any way yeah i mean i assume he still you know he still does a little bit of the mixed martial arts and mm-hmm. boxing and whatever he was you know he was doing um I assume he's still staying into that. Um, man, it just seems like the Sting Undertaker dream match that I was hoping for is getting, you know, becoming more and more of a far cry. Yeah. Uh, you're not hearing too much more about it. Maybe he'll interrupt. Maybe. I uh, mean, 
But when I think of the Undertaker getting in shape nowadays, is it dyeing his hair and beard back to black? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I think you should just stay gray, man. Goldberg embraced it. Hey. Yeah. I mean, Austin's getting there too, but. Yeah. Edge. Well, I mean, he's he's got he's got that. He's gray. got the salt and pepper. Yeah. yeah. He's pulling it off, which I believe Edge will make a return next this coming Monday. Excuse me. Yeah, we'll see him back in the ring and start that whole Randy Orton feud. Yeah, but speaking of throwback news, yes, the Funkadactyls are coming back. <laughs> That's the rumor. Brodus Clay, who yeah. remembers this guy? Yeah, the only reason he stood out in my head was because of that entry music that he had. It stuck. It got stuck in your head very easily. Somebody call my mama. mama. Yep. Oh, yeah. Now that I said it, it's going to be in Tony's head all night. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Oh, man. I thought I saw him on, like, Fox or something like that. Or, man, where did I see him? Fox Nation is what he's on now. It's not Fox News. Okay. So he's just kind of – he's not really a reporter. They just bring him in on random stuff, like, anywhere from politics to world news now and – I guess he's really into it when he's not filming Glow. Sure. I, uh, man, I don't know. You know, I wasn't a big Brodus Clay fan. Who was? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't really know how to feel about that. You know, Team Naomi. I don't think she really needs Brodus Clay. No, she's doing all right on her own. Come on, she is. I mean. Even though she was a dancer for him when he first started, that's yeah. where the whole thing came from. Mm-hmm. To see it kind of flipped around, get the big man out there dancing, I don't think he's been doing any flip kicks or anything like she did. But yeah, um, I just think it's kind of a nostalgic thing that I I'd like to see just one more time. Yeah, maybe a maybe a nice WrestleMania appearance. Yeah, I mean, hell, he used to dress like John Cena. Let's put them together. Yeah. You got the Thugonomics and the Funkasaurus. You know what? You know what I completely forgot about? This is also, you know, un- another unrelated, just you know, off track a little bit. But mm-hmm. watching that Ruthless Aggression, watching John Cena, I didn't realize. Was that Bull Buchanan? I think that was. His... <laughs> that was his first tag team partner, it, yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember he debuted with the Big Boss Man. Yeah. He was manager for the Big Boss Man. And then he was in Right to Censor. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. I remember all that. And then he jumped over. Yeah, John Cena's first tag team partner was Bull Buchanan. What was his name with John Cena, though? That was the the weird part of it because he went like a very almost like street thug name. I mean, I get it. It was with John Cena. Yeah. Um, Oh, it was B-squared. B-squared. That's right. Okay. Well, that's not super thug, but no. <laughs> sounds like a podcast, you know, right name. <laughs> so B squared, like welcome to B squared with John Cena and Bobo Kenny. <laughs> oh man. Well, anyway, yeah, you know, speaking of uh, guys, I wasn't a huge fan of, you know, yeah, yeah, Bobby Cannon, he whatever. I mean, you can always go back to. Well, no, that was. I was thinking of Chuck Palumbo and Billy Gunn. Oh, yeah. When they had that tag team together. Rico. That was the most awkward tag team of all time. 
Oh, yeah, that wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was all for it, but they, they just made it uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, even for being part of the ruthless aggression day and age. Yeah. I mean, I get it. They were trying to put Billy Gunn in an aspect where they could still use him, but I think they were so far out in left field that it was just – it was too early. Yeah. But – <laughs> We're going really nostalgic all we day. We really are, man. But if that's what the people want, that's what the people get. That's right. You know, it seems like those times really, man, they stick in my head. I can almost, I, I know mm-hmm. I'm rattling off this knowledge to my fiance. Excuse me. And um, I'm like, shit, how do I remember mm-hmm. all all these little details? Yeah. You know, she'll, she'll ask me, she goes, so who won this match? You know, we're watching a pay-per-view from 99 or whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, so-and-so won this match. I already know, you know, because he, you know, then later did this and that and had this match with so-and-so. Jeez. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's weird how, you know, of course, you know, as a 9-year-old, 10-year-old, how just my brain just soaked up that stuff like a sponge. Mm-hmm. I probably would be a better you know, podcast co-host as a 10 year old (laughs) (laughs) than I am now sitting here trying to keep track of everything. Welcome to mini Tony's podcast. (laughs) Hey everybody. I didn't mean to give you a Brooklyn accent, but (laughs) it's what happens when you hang around with big D too much. Big D. Yeah. Uh, That's not even, I didn't even do a New York accent. It was close enough. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Samoa Joe. Yeah. Uh, out with head, head, Head injury when we'll he was get filming. There. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, we we botched too. So, yeah, I'm filming com- a commercial for WWE of all things to go out on, and yeah. it seems like it's pretty serious too. Wow! He took a bad uh, table break to the head. Uh, they said it might be something where he might be out a month, but looks like it's going to be a couple months at this point, possibly a concussion. Yeah. Kind of like a suspension, like they did with Andrade. They don't want him to go take another bump and get anything too serious yeah so he'll be out for quite some time sorry samoa joe fans if you are listening yeah that 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 sucks yeah it always seems like it's those either live events or you know something unrelated to oh yeah you know and it's always samoa joe too he seems like he gets something flowing and then all of a sudden bang yeah (laughs) yeah that dude that dude wrestles with some you know some fury mm-hmm. and i mean that i uh, watching some of his matches i'm like dude the way he wrestles he's gonna hurt himself or he's gonna hurt somebody sure you know and and uh i don't know man i don't think that's ever gonna change no I mean, he's been wrestling probably what 15 20 years now it's been some time I'm sure i first so. saw him in tna back when in their heyday yeah like With, probably what oh six or so whenever they had the octagon ring yeah yeah yeah. If they still have it, I don't know. I don't get to see it very often. Yeah, they don't. Okay. That was, yeah. Anyways. But reverse injury news. Kane Velasquez is heading back heading back into training. I've got the bug, too, it seems like. <laughs> Stutterfest. Stuttermania. Um, he'll be coming back soon. I don't know which way they're going to take him or who they're going to put him up against, but... I see the whole faction maybe with Rey Mysterio, and if Rey's son is ready, maybe a, mm. 
Yeah. Maybe a new LWO. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, man, I'd like to see him up against... I, I, Alistair Black would be cool. Yeah, that would be an interesting transition. He wants, he wants a fight, so. <laughs> right. Pick a fight with an actual fighter, yeah. But the thing is, you know, it seems, well, Cain Velasquez, you, you don't know, he could come back as a heel. Or, you know, and. Uh, I mean, he kind of wasn't really a face or a heel. Yeah, he, yeah, he's. He's just himself. Yeah. So. Well, it's, it's going to be interesting, especially, too, with like what we said last week with all the transitioning MMA fighters. Yeah. So. Uh, WWE streaming rights could be going to ESPN+. Plus. Yeah. I, this changes almost on a weekly basis because it started with Amazon. Now it's ESPN. Uh-huh. I don't know if Fox Sports wants in on it or not, but. I think there was even, like, a previous rumor about. Disney Plus or something. Oh God! Yeah, I. I, I don't know. I mean, who wouldn't want to see Beth Phoenix as a Disney princess? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even Dolph Ziggler. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, that would put a whole new spin on things. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> Welcome Dude. to the Divas Disney Trophy or Championship. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> I love it. Yep. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, can you imagine the pay-per-views if they did that? You have like a frozen theme Lilo oh, and Stitch geez. pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, I'm going, yeah. I'm going way out here today. I don't care. Oh man. Yeah. More Disney princess characters. Maybe we'll see some, uh, you know, some, uh, I can't even, I can't even think right now. Some, cr- some cross, uh appearances a new idea for heavy machinery yeah timon and pumbaa ah. <laughs> there it is there it is folks oh my goodness i don't think we're gonna see that but well man can hope you know anything can happen that's right with ruthless aggression <laughs> ruthless aggression disney plus right uh, not not a sponsor right but there's some breaking news this morning coming out of the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with UK NXT. They are removing all images of the Fiend and any shots of any weapons or anything dangerous from recorded shows. So if it's not live, you're not going to see anything. That's kind of strange to me. Yeah. I mean... I don't understand, you know, yeah. what, what what's the point of even having, you know, the, the sports entertainment in the UK if you're not. Yeah, I agree. What's, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't even see the entertainment value in it. No. Without, you know, having your guys like, you know, and, and what, what the Fiend can make. Live, you know, live appearances or whatever. Yeah, you know, he could be on. It's just, it's just weird to me. I, I don't understand that. I mean, the only other way I can see them trying to censor it is if they only have Bray Wyatt himself do a match that's live in the UK, or um, 
kind of do what they do on like condensed versions of Raw and SmackDown and cut his match completely or his Firefly Funhouse segment. They said they still want to have that, but they don't want to have The Fiend in it. That makes no sense to me at all. No. It's kind of like saying, let's have a baseball game, but you only have one player. Yeah. I I don't understand it. it That's a different culture, I guess. I guess so. I mean, how much joint manipulation can you have on one show? It kind of makes me wonder what 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 is uh you know because WWE comes to Europe, you know, once a year, once a year. Yeah, I don't know what that looks like now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we could probably go into the WWE or NXT UK a little bit deeper. I don't really follow it too much myself, other than if there's a crossover event, but. Um, it's a it is a different world over there. They don't do one hundred percent the same thing. They have more kind of like ground and grappling style wrestling than anything else. But mm-hmm. it's I wouldn't say it's necessarily more boring, but it's just not as not as fun to watch unless you're watching like Walter just smack the crap out of oh, everybody. Yeah. But yeah, not my cup of tea. Just a bunch of William Regals. <laughs> <laughs> that sound, man. That sounds so insensitive to me. And <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Though. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no offense, UK fans. It's all good. I'm not even gonna try a European accent. I got you covered. It's all good. <laughs> uh, AEW Dynamite. So man, yes. you know, once again, we are over an hour into this. We are. Uh, just now getting into AEW. <laughs> Hours, 17 minutes here. Uh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, Young Bucks win the Battle Royal, be number one contenders. I, you know, we kind of talked about this. I kind of saw this coming. Yep. Young Bucks challenging for the tag titles. It's an elite championship battle. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know the fans want <clears throat> the fans. The crowd, the fans, everybody just trying to talk today. I can't. It's a struggle. Um <laughs> This is what the fans wanted. They want the Bucks to be in a championship position, but I don't know how they still feel about Hangman and Omega, even though they keep winning. Yeah. Or, I mean, more specifically, I just don't see Hangman sticking around this whole, um, you know, Young Bucks and and Omega. I see him, you know, I see Omega going back with the Young Bucks and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, the getting uh adam page out and probably a match there i mean there might be yeah it seemed like there was some tension there on AEW as well i think they should put the focus more on hangman as a singles competitor going against and getting his rematch against jericho that he very much deserves because at what was it all or nothing or all in one of the two Mm -hmm. that was a great match yeah that never happened again. I don't know why. Mm. If you kind of look into the aspect of how AEW has been working, where they do a series of three matches, where's the other two? Yeah. It just fizzled out. I mean, why not get Omega back in the singles competition? Because he's the best wrestler in the world, and you just throw him into the tag team division? Yeah. What are you thinking? Didn't he? Uh, who won that? Who won that first match with Omega and Jericho? Was that Omega? 
Uh, may I? Oh God, you're making me think. I know. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think I think Omega's. And again, you know, this kind of you know goes back to the uh, whole Monday Night Messiah and his disciples or whatever. I, I think Omega's just a better singles competitor. And uh, <laughs> you didn't I'm gonna hear take anything. A, uh, I'm going to take a brief pause. All right. I think we're back on. Here All we right. Go. <laughs> so this whole Omega Jericho started back in 18 when they were scoring off in Tokyo. Yeah. It was like January of 18 or something. Yeah. Right. And that was um, when Omega was in the full cleaner persona, which I think he should go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, it ended in a disqualification because I believe Jericho brought out a chair. And struck Omega in the head. Okay. Yeah. So technically, there wasn't a winner, even though it was Kenny. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who won in the first AEW contest, um, but I think it's time to put him on that path too. I know that Cody doesn't want to go for the belt. He's yeah. Um. Stepping in more of a, like a Triple H role, but even though Triple H did win the belt when he became the C, whatever O, yeah, um, it is what it is. I think I lost my train of thought too. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, Jericho won that match against Omega, beating him in the walls of Jericho. Oh, yeah. And then after the yeah. match, he grabbed the ring bell and declared himself the winner. It's, that was the first one? The first one. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. I think, wasn't that the debut of Moxley that night, too? Oh, man, I don't or know. Or was that the Adam Pitt? No. Because he attacked, it was all in, in, in Vegas. I remember that because Moxley attacked Omega on top of that stack of oh. chips. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I think that was that. Oh, that that was the match where Jericho won. Yes. Yes. Okay. That okay. is it. Okay. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. But yeah, I, I, I it's, it's time to get those two separated again. Um, it's kind of like a Miz and Morrison type deal. Um, and maybe these maybe these guys know you know AEW uh, executives just you know know and have this in the back of their mind. And mm-hmm. like, hey, just wait. We're not going to you know show all our cards right now. Yeah, maybe. And um, you know, and and I think that's very smart. They're kind of you know one at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, not trying to oversaturate. Um, you know the the organization with all these storylines. Sure. And stuff so yeah maybe they're you know they're looking at the long haul as well so true and i think it's better for a team like the young bucks to be the champion versus somebody that's not really a true team yeah i mean scu did a good job for a while Mm -hmm. um i see maybe a dark order run for a little bit after this yeah um but yeah, it's way too early. It's they haven't even had their third pay per view yet, and it's coming up end of this month, I think. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that is just crazy. Uh, Speaking of pay per view caliber matches, yep. 
Chris Statlander goes face to face with Nyla Rose. Yeah, I saw that. You know, she's staring her down, and uh, Big Swole came out. Oh kinda, yeah, I forgot you know, about that. She was she was talking some trash as well, and uh, man, I think I think before you know anybody faces Nyla Rose, I think they would have you know kind of. I'm still man, I'm still not sold on Chris Statlander. It's like I don't even know like what is her character like? Mm-hmm. What what is it? What does it mean? I I don't even know. She's um, an alien, man. She <laughs> she's out of this world. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, I, I think the women's now, now that's one thing is just for me, it just seems like the women's storylines in AEW are just kind of like kind of random, just kind of random. Yes. And, uh, not all the pieces are really falling together. You got Britt Baker out there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's been a lot this past week. There are people just making their debut. It's almost like they're just trying to fill get as many people as they can women wise into the, into the division to just make it stronger. But yeah, I get it that they, they are double booked with multiple factions. I mean, you have people that wrestle in Japan, you have people that wrestle in TNA yeah. ring of honor. It's just, you're bringing too much to the table at once, but at the same time, you're taking the ones that you started with and throwing them out mm-hmm. the door. So I don't know when we're going to see Riho again after yeah. that match. I don't know. There's just too many to name or get into that we may not see for some time just yeah. because they've oversaturated it. Yeah, that's that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, yeah, you've got to see, uh, I guess, in time, just, just which ones are really standing out and which ones are just going to kind of, um, you know, we're not going to see more of. Mm-hmm. And then, but yeah, mean, I'd like to see a little more order and organization kind of in, in, in the women's division yeah, there. For sure. Well, Mr. Cobb made his debut. Yeah. What did you think of him? It was a good match, man. There were there were some moves in there that I was just I was so impressed with. Uh you know, he's he's not a big guy, but you could just tell like I mean, he's just got some power. I mean, the way he was uh suplexing Moxley mm-hmm. was just nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I I was I was impressed. I think it's a good a good analysis of his character that it's a cross between Rhino and Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like he reminded me a little of Rhino. Yeah, that intensity, man. Exactly, and yeah. I mean, he looks—he even looks like a combination of Rhino and Roman Reigns. Physically. <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like the fact that they made him a heel instantly. I think that his character has been just thrown into something where it could be underutilized. Mm-hmm. I know that AEW did offer him a contract over the weekend that he can freely go fight in AEW, New Japan, and Ring of Honor if he wants to. Yeah. He hasn't signed it or said anything yet, so I don't know what he what his plans are. I hope he just stays in AEW. I think he's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. So. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I, I was actually, uh, believe it or not, that was – first match i saw by him mm-hmm. and uh yeah i was i was really impressed i'd love to see more of him and just see how um aw utilizes him mm-hmm. um, i did like the fact that they brought out a couple people to face him like dustin rhodes and darby allen but yeah. darby's got his hands full with um guevara mm-hmm. 
who I still love the fact that he's trying to start a faction war with WWE. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the T-shirt this weekend, the one I told you about? No, I didn't. Yeah. I, st- I No. Stained glass shirt again. It says, hit me up, just like Seth Rollins. Okay. So yeah. he's he's – I don't think that they can take it down in DX aspect fully yet, but they're getting there. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see – you know, I, I'd love to see how that, you know, turns out knowing – and I know we touched on it last week, just 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Man, it's been like 23 years ago now. Um, knowing, you know, what if we would have done this? What if we would have done that? Mm-hmm. You know, taking it, uh, it, doing something different. Sure. And just seeing where it goes. I mean, oh, man. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we already talked about Paige and Omega. Yep. And, well, let's get to the moment you wanted to talk about. Oh my goodness, yes, Cordy, Co- Cordy, <laughs> <laughs> Cody versus Wardlow, and man, that was such a good match, and that was the debut of Wardlow uh, in AEW, his yeah. first match, and uh, a lot bigger in person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he it, first first off that cage was pretty nuts. I mean, I I really liked that. Uh, yeah, I like the corner, like trusses that probably make it easier to get up there on top of that cage. Sure, and, and I love the aspect that it was just pinfall or submission. Yes, no escape. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I did like the fact though that there was a little bit of a gap in between the the ring and the. In the yep, it's kind of like a hybrid Hell in a Cell versus a regular steel cage. Yeah, and co or not, uh, Cody. Um, Tony Schiavone said that what happens if you fall off that cage in between there, you could break an arm, you could break a leg. I mean, it, it's something they might have to look into in the future, but yeah, there's a danger aspect there. Oh yeah, there is. Um, you know, I think, I think the one thing that, uh, you know, hell in a cell has the top of the cage, which is kind of cool, you know, yeah. and you can, you know, they get they get on top of that once in a while, but I, I thought it was cool that it that was opened up, mm-hmm. you know, like the you know traditional cages are, where you know that's set up for that ending with Cody <laughs> doing that moonsault, and that was just it seemed like he was up in the air forever. Well, I love the aspect of he just climbed up there, looked at the crowd, didn't even think about it, just said fuck yeah. it and went for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if Wardlow was ready because if you watch the rematch and the re and the replays of those, mm-hmm. he stood up and was like, "Oh shit, he's coming!" Yeah, yeah. and there was no time to react. It, it was it's very well done. I heard somebody describe it as it with it wasn't even Wardlow, you know, down. It was he was standing up and, and made it even the the impact. It just looked that much mm-hmm. uh, that much uh, just heavier um it looked almost like a car crash yeah they were describing it right and uh yeah i mean that's that's kind of a cool way to describe it yeah um oh man yeah that was cool and and cody man cody's a young guy still i mean he's 34 35 yeah 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 i mean he's he's gonna be having matches like this I, I think for, you know, another good 10 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the way he's taken this this brand, I think it's going to be 
I don't think it's going to be as big as the WWE. It, it has the potential, but mm-hmm. it'll be close. It'll be better than WCW ever was. It'll be better than TNA or Ring of Honor, obviously, because they're on TV and the other two aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it. I don't know if it's going to have its own network. I don't see that happening because it's 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 hard to beat that monster. Like it's like yeah. us trying to take on Amazon or something like that. You yeah. know. But I think coming up in the future, it's going to be big. Yeah, and, and honestly, you know, I think it's it's little steps. Um, you know, they they get a second show. Mm-hmm. That's going to be great. Um, you know, and, and and I think that you know that second show is just going to be great for uh, more storylines, uh, more characters to really get developed. It's sure. very hard to cram all that talent into one show sure. and, and introduce all these new superstars in one show a week. Um, where I think that you're going to see most of your growth in just you know two shows, whether it be you know the, you know kind of like a a, a draft um, kind of setup where you know you have half the superstars on one, half mm-hmm. on the other. Or, or they're all together. I mean, it's just going to be enough, you know. Yeah. I think as, lo- as large as that roster could be, you almost have to have a split. Yeah. Maybe like an invasion every once in a while just to keep it fresh. But there's a lot of talent there that we don't even know yet. Yeah. So. Oh, and- yeah. And I know that's that's how it is with, you know, me watching it. I'm like, man, I got to do my research on this guy <laughs> or, you know, th- th- this this woman or whoever. Um, yeah. Which yeah, I'm, I'm getting you know I'm getting my knowledge a little bit here and right um, you know Lucha Brothers oh my goodness watching them wrestle uh, just you know I I haven't watched a lot of matches from them but just mm-hmm. seeing them I'm just thinking man I'm so excited for what they're going to be doing in AEW absolutely um, they bring a lot of excitement to the table I mean yeah. especially Ray Phoenix yeah I see a lot of like young Ray Mysterio in him. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a little bit more daring, I want to say, like he's willing to go a little bit farther. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And then Pentagon's just fun as hell. Oh yeah. And that match was awesome. I mean, you know, fast yeah. paced, and that and that's just what it's going to take. I mean, well, it, it, speaking of you know, talking about fast paced, we're talking about last week talking about hybrid superstars. Wardlow looked, uh, you know, he did that Swan Tom bomb, oh. the uh, top rope, and I'm thinking. He's a hybrid man. Yeah, that's it's, dude. That's where it's headed. Exactly. I mean, it's it's where it's got to go. Um, Let's put him up against Luchasaurus right now. Oh man, yeah. We were ta- we were talking about that last week. Yep. Yep. Book the match. Book it. <laughs> that's all I got. Me too. Um, Thanks for listening this week, and remember, follow us on Twitter at Game On Everyone, Instagram at Game On Sports Podcast. Uh, we're available on most podcasting sites now: Apple, Spotify, Google, Overcast. You name it, you can probably find us. If not, hit us up on our new and working Facebook account. Yes, you heard me right; we have it up and running. So you can hit us up on Messenger if you'd like to talk to us one-on-one. Bring up anything that you'd like us to add into the show. Um, Also, too, he touched on it a few seconds ago. 
AEW Dark is looking for a new name for their second show. Uh, they put up a poll I saw online. They're just having people write in and see what they think. So if you have a good idea, let us know. Yeah. And um, be on the lookout. Um, Game On podcast um, is going to have merch available. Yes, that's right. That is coming soon. So you might want to get your hands on one of those. That's right. Uh, check out our Facebook page, our Twitter page, our Instagram, and um, YouTube coming up here. We uh, momentarily will be uh, posting a video with our interview with Freddie, the stoner from Niles. That's right. So um, be on the lookout for all that. And um, if you are down with that, we got two words for you. Game, Game on. on.